we all have our own path to walk. It may be obstructed, it may be winding, and no doubt it will have peaks and valleys, but it is ours alone. Like onlookers at a marathon, friends and family can offer encouragement along the way, but ultimately we decide the trajectory that we take. In this series, Juliet Doris Williams offers a clear view from her path that may inform your decisions as you move toward finding your faith. One part spirituality, one part real world practicality, and a serious flash of fun. Here's Juliet. Hello, welcome to Finding Faith. I'm the author of two books, one of which is Leaving Church, Finding Faith, Six Steps for Discovering Your Purpose in the World After Leaving the Christian Church, and the primary focus of this podcast. You can find my works and me on my website at julietdoriswilliams.com. In this space, I talk sometimes about the book, but most times I talk about what it means to be a practicing person of faith who is not connected to a church or the church, as it is commonly referenced. I aim for this to be a safe space where we talk about being a Jesus follower while practicing being human. So a lot about life, a lot about faith, a lot about the interplay between the two that we navigate day by day. Thanks for joining me. Hello, Finding Faith friends. If you are a regular listener, you will notice the new intro, or maybe you will have to go back and listen to the new intro. After 37 episodes, I felt like changing it up some. Also, I think it might have taken 37 episodes for me to see my own pattern, my own path for this particular platform. If you are new here, welcome. In a vast sea of podcast voices, I'm grateful that you are here. Recently, I've been in conversations with a couple of friends about being present, staying grounded in the unknown. Spoiler alert, I am no expert on how to do that. That is something that I am learning to do, and truthfully, so are you. So are we all. Across this great planet of ours, we are all collectively learning how to walk in the unknown. COVID was the gifter of that for our generation. The world as we knew it turned upside down. Things that we depended on as normal were no longer present. The predictability of our lives was suddenly, well, gone. We learned or for some of us, re-familiarized ourselves with the Greek alphabet, alpha, delta, omicron, oh my. We adjusted our routines, we social distanced, we masked, we sanitized, we learned how to wash our hands to the happy birthday song, or Lizzo, if you want it to be more fun. My point is that we adjusted to the situation at hand and the facts available at the time. Facts that were sometimes conflicting. We were building this particular road as we were walking it. That, my friends, is a form of surrender. That is how to practice being present in the face of the unknown. And I don't know, maybe that is the human condition that none of us wants to ever acknowledge that of surrender. We want, no, we need some predictability in our lives. 
we want to be able to plan. We want some assurance that life will go forward in a manner for which we are prepared. Newsflash, we are never prepared for when life happens. And this should be like a duh moment. Those of us who have vehicles to take us from point A to point B are required to have auto insurance because life happens. Those of us who have mortgages are required to have homeowner's insurance because life happens. Those of us who rent should have renter's insurance. Why? Because life happens. Those of us who are alive should have some sort of life insurance. Why? Because death happens. And while you may not be present to manage all of that, someone who you love or who loves you will be or will feel compelled to manage your affairs or at least manage the affair of you when death happens. This is not new information. We all know this. The one thing that is very predictable about life is that death happens. Everything else in between, that part between birth and death, all of that is fraught with unpredictability. That is not to say that we can't employ choice. Our choices, each of our decisions set us on a path. I mean, what if we looked at it like that? Choice, decision, path. We can make the choice. We can decide at that moment. The path begins at that moment. Everything after that moment is the unknown path. Heck, we won't even know if the choice that led to that decision was even the correct decision until we've gone down the path apace. That could be miles down the path. Those miles could be hours, days, years, or even decades. I mean, think about that. One choice, one decision, and it could be decades before you know that that choice, that decision was ultimately good or was ultimately bad for you in the end. The awareness of those decision points will take some introspection. It will take some willingness to evaluate your life, how it is now versus how it was then. You will only be able to see it in retrospect. I've had a few of those light bulbs over my head moments, those aha moments, those epiphany moments where I looked, where I looked back and recognized that one decision that set me on the path that I am currently occupying. And as much as I adore the word epiphany, those moments aren't always pleasant. Mind you, I have made some great choices that turned out to be good decisions. I have also made some choices that made sense at the time, but ultimately proved to be the wrong decision. And when that happens, yes, there is regret. Yes, there may even be negative consequences. Yes, making amends and apologies may be necessary if those decisions affected or harmed another. What I have learned to do? Okay, well, what I am learning to do is forgiving myself for not knowing what I didn't know at the time. Friends, humans, we are not born 
with an instruction manual that is gifted to us at age 12 that will tell us how to do life from that point forward. Life is a series of unpredictable events. Note that I did not say that life is a series of unfortunate events, according to Lemony Snicket, although there are life lessons there also. While we want to know and learn as we go, and this is actually how that happens, but the wisdom we gain, sometimes the wisdom that is hard fought for only comes in the retrospective review of where and how we started and how it's going. And do we like the land on which we are now standing at this moment? Life is moment to moment, unpredictable, yes, but in each moment, there are decision points. Sometimes those decision points are small and inconsequential. Sometimes those decision points are critical and life-changing. Sometimes those decision points are not exactly visible. From time to time, I struggle what I struggle with what's known as going with the flow. I can't even say it, going with the flow. I have what I think is probably what Anne Lamott calls a tiny control problem. I want to be in control or at least feel like I'm in control of my life path. Unfortunately, the universe keeps reminding me that you have no control, silly. Why are you swimming against the current, my girl? Stop it. Just float. This swimming against the current phenomenon shows up in the most obvious of ways. You encounter resistance, people in your way, processes that will not yield, circumstances outside of your hands of immediate control, and you can't change course. You can't retreat. All you can do is take your hands off that immovable steering wheel and just coast or just float. This is hard stuff for we tiny control freaks. We must be about the business of doing something, doing anything to affect the outcome of this pre presenting situation or circumstance. And sometimes you just can't do anything except surrender. Surrender to the flow. Move to the passenger side or the back seat of the situation and let someone else take the lead. Surrendering is not a bad thing. Surrendering is an invitation. Yes, an invitation to go with the flow, but also a silent prayer. Ianla Van Zant says, all things are lessons that God would have us learn. What is the universe? What is God asking of us in this moment? And because this is a podcast about finding faith, what does God need me to do or fulfill in this moment that is not focusing on my own needs? That tiny control thing that a lot of us have at its core, it's about protecting ourselves from the great unknown which we have told ourselves is a scary, scary thing. This is a story in our heads because remember, no instruction manual, no crystal ball. We have no idea what's coming. 
or where we are headed. We live from present moment to present moment. And yes, friends, Juliet is absolutely aware how difficult this is, painfully aware. And if it were easy, well, I wouldn't have to do a podcast about it, now would I? It isn't easy, not at all, but it's doable. On the side of my desk, taped to the side of the bookcase, is something that has traveled with me for more years than I can tell you. So long, in fact, I, I no longer remember where or how I got it. It is a quick summary from this book called entitled The Fourfold Way, Walking the Paths of the Warrior, Teacher, Healer, and Visionary by Angelus Arian. I'm, sh I'm sharing it with you here. There is power in your very presence. Show up. Pay attention to what has heart and meaning. Tell the truth without blame or judgment. Be not attached to outcome. Let go. Surrendering is an invitation to show up as your whole self. Surrendering is asking you to simply pay attention. Occupy this moment. Stand here. Be here. Now. Surrendering is an offering. If called upon, your truth, your experience, and wisdom up to the now. Surrendering is yielding focus on the outcome, merely focusing on the journey. Life isn't always like this, my friends, but we can't escape from these moments when we encounter them. So in those moments, take a breath, lean back, and float. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Finding Faith.